I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. The only time a red wave ebbs is when it's waiting to flow again. It's high noon for Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator. Join the discussion thread at t.me slash be reasonable discussion. Okay, so we have now witnessed a national disgrace. Joe Biden's fake inauguration, illegitimate inauguration, is uh, unprecedented in many ways. Not the least of which being that literally every single person who helped get Joe Biden elected was there for the inauguration today. All 84 of them. (laughs) That was shameful. The whole thing is shameful. Uh, Lady Gaga singing, shameful. Jennifer Lopez, shameful. All the purple outfits, is that the color of the color revolution? Shameful. There was basically nobody there because nobody would have been there. Yes, you can say COVID. Yes, you can talk about the very strange National Guard occupation of Washington, D.C. to, I guess, protect against what? The insurrection that they keep pretending was going to happen. I don't know how many times I've said it. Our side doesn't do insurrections. They tried a fake bomb scare at the Supreme Court today. How does that happen? (laughs) In a city with 26,000 soldiers stationed everywhere. Five minutes later, oh, no, 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 sorry. Got that one wrong again. Thank goodness we went to the mainstream media to tell everybody that there was going to be violence, even though there was no violence, no threat of violence, no hint of violence, no nothing. Now, a lot of us were hoping that more would happen today. A lot of us have hoped that many times. And we have experienced now a year of seeing that justice is not always served when we would like it to be served. And I'm not backing off of this claim at all. What happened today is a disgrace. It is an injustice of world-changing proportions. And... You know, it's it's still reasonable and fair to hope that something can right this wrong before it is cemented into our daily lives. But the time for that is running out very quickly. 
I am getting, and I don't mean to get anybody's hopes up in any false way here. I am on various threads with various journalists and various sources. I am told that a statement will be made at 8 a.m. tomorrow by a whistleblower from one of the three-letter agencies, and the hopefulness surrounding this claim is rather high, and I have said to people a million times, like, hey, if you've made it this far, what's a little longer? And I think that we got to stick with that. So I'm going to be watching that statement at 5 a.m. Pacific time, whatever it takes. But we can't just take a defeat and turn away and abandon our responsibility to each other and to the country and to the truth. You know, I've said a million times also that this isn't about Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump and what he's dealt with, what he's been put through, the amount of pure, vicious, unbridled hatred that he has had inflicted upon him. All of, for all of that, I want to see him have his moment of redemption, and I am hopeful that that will still come. But this project and this movement is much bigger than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a man. He is a mortal. He will die one day. And we have to carry on as a country and as individuals and as a people because we like America. And I don't want to see America become China number two. We'll be like the minor leagues of China. That's what they want. No one should be unclear about that. Now, as far as the rests and stuff like that go, just the stuff that has come out and been released in the last 24 hours is enough to put those people in prison. I, I mean, and I'm not, this is not hyperbole. All the stuff I've been saying about Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, the Russia hoax, Mueller, all that, that's real. The Steele dossier was bullshit and they knew it. They moved forward on persecuting and prosecuting Michael Flynn anyway. We don't have to pretend that stuff doesn't exist now because we're being told we need to unify. I said a couple months back on the podcast, you can't ask for unity if you're a criminal. You can't expect good, honest people operating in good faith with morality as their guide to unify around a crime that would make us complicit. And I'm not going to be told that I can't say that. They're going to have to fucking drag me to the camps before I will ever say that Joe Biden won that election legitimately. He didn't. We know he didn't. No one supports Joe Biden. There are people who support communism and what their little child brains believe is some sort of social justice agenda. Those people do exist. 
And there's millions upon millions of people, no doubt, who hate Donald Trump because they listen to the mainstream media and believe whatever they're told. But that's not surprising either. They always believe whatever they're told. I had one communist today text me like trying to gloat. He's like, oh, it's pretty amazing that the guy that doesn't know anything about politics was still right, huh? And I'm like, no, commie. First of all, you're gloating about the greatest crime in American history, and you're announcing yourself as a traitor to the country. So I don't know who you think you're impressing with this. But also, you didn't actually prove you were smart. Okay? You could call heads on a coin toss and get heads. That doesn't mean you figured out the secret code to flipping coins. Like, yeah, it went the way you said it would. But you only said it that way because everybody told you that. It's not like you could think your way to that end point on your own. You can't even explain how you got there right now. So any commie that wants to unify with me, by the way, I'll I'll unify with anybody. Let's unify around a common set of truths and morals and the Constitution. Anyone who wants to do that, I'm just fine with. But if you want me to unify with you, Kami, you're going to have to let me quiz you. And here's the first quiz question. How do you feel about the First Amendment? And how do you feel about the fact that the most powerful people in the world, in collusion with China, our greatest adversary, who right now has two million Muslim Uyghurs in re-education camps. How do you feel about them limiting the speech of 75 million Americans? Answer that question, will you, Kami, please? Then we can unify. Because if you agree with me on that, that that's a travesty, then you should realize that that's as big a travesty as we could possibly see. That is antithetical to what this country was founded to do. So if you agree with me, then you got to take responsibility before we unify for electing a person and a party that supports the suppression of political speech they don't like. So can you admit that for me, Kami? Because if you can admit that, maybe we do have a place to unify someplace, you know, down the road. How about that? And let me quiz you here, Kami. Do you think it's okay that the government, on the basis of no science whatsoever, provably no science whatsoever, instituted lockdowns, destroyed people's businesses, drove 200 million people in the world into extreme poverty, prevented people from going to church, 
are trying to make people wear masks. And who knows what they're going to do with the vaccine, right? And how about this? With coronavirus cases dropping in 48 states, do you think that it's reasonable to continue calling this a dark winter? Do you think it's reasonable to maintain, as Anthony Fauci does, that we may not be able to get together for Christmas this year, 11 months away? Does that seem right to you? And if it doesn't, then why did you vote for the guy and the party who want to force that upon you? And if you don't agree with me, well, then where's your the science? Where are your the experts? What the data are you pointing to? Communist? And let me quiz you on this, Kami. Do you agree or disagree with PBS's former general counsel, Michael Heller, that Trump supporters' children should be picked up by DHS and sent to re-education camps? Is that something you're for, Kami? And if you're not for that, then why did you vote for the man and the party that support people like that. And why is it always the sort of thing that we always have to hear through back channels or leaked videos? If that's the policy you support, why don't you just say so, so the American people can weigh in on it? That would have been a great way to go during Joe Biden's non-existent campaign, where Every event he had somehow had fewer people than were even present today for the inauguration. When do we get to talk about how much they want to expand the courts? When do we get to talk about whether or not they're going to eliminate all the federal judges just so that they can put in their own judges? When do we get to talk about all the completely unconstitutional voter rules that they put in place for this election. And hey, Kami, let me quiz you about this. Um, Do you have any issues with voter integrity in the wake of this election? Or are you in the minority position in the country on that? Since the majority of the country actually does know that the election was fraudulent. Are you also in the minority of the country who hates Donald Trump at this point? Because his approval ratings are over 50% now. In fact, they've risen since January 6th. That's not going to appear in communist news. But Rasmussen says that's the polling. And reel me this, Kami. Do you think it was wise of your Lord and Savior Joe Biden to appoint Pennsylvania's director of public health as an assistant health secretary when that's the same person who advised Pennsylvanians that they must wear a mask 
inside their homes. Does that seem wise, Kami? I can quiz you all day. I'm happy to keep doing it. But let's talk right now about the letter Q like it's Sesame Street. So one of the strangest ways that communists are gloating today is that they're like, Q was fake. Uh, Okay. Well, all right, commie. Can you tell me anything about Q? Can I quiz you about that? No? Okay. Well, here's the thing. As I've always said, Q is either a psyop, some genius in the basement creating the most brilliant story of all time, or it's real. Well, it could also be real and a psyop, I suppose. But a lot of people are referring to Operation Trust and saying that that the Q operation was simply to pacify Trump supporters as the color revolution does its thing and they usurp the White House. Now, if that is the intent of what that was, I think that that failed. And it failed because they didn't actually shrink the movement at all. In fact, it's grown considerably. Trump got 12 million more voters this time than last time. At least 12 million more voters. That's enormous. That was 20% of his total vote in 2016. He added 20% to that. That is a massive portion of the country. And those people, none of us, are going anywhere. I am not and will never encourage any violence. I said yesterday, I don't want to see civil war. I don't want to see any of that. But what I do want is to fight back against this communist usurpation of power in America by speaking out against it, organizing against it, if that's your thing, and trying to win elections and take power back from these people and win them in such a way that their Dominion voting systems and all the different methods of cheating they have become null and void. Now, is that possible? I don't know. That's my concern. That has always been my concern. Once you allow the vote to not matter anymore, then you no longer live in a free society that represents the people. And I fear that may be where we are. But if we follow the Constitution, speak truth, and convince people with that truth, that's how we get to move forward, okay? And everybody has to stay on the train. You got to get people's backs. You got to speak up when you see wrong being done. And I'm talking genuine moral wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about someone saying the wrong word on Twitter and then trying to go after their job. I don't like cancel culture. 
Cancel culture online is digital terrorism. Its goal is to only allow one point of view throughout the country. That's disgusting. It's un-American. It's immoral. Use truth, use your voice, use the Constitution. But back to Q, as I said last week or the week before, it is absolutely amazing to me what that particular movement did to push new kinds of stories into the public knowledge. You don't actually have to believe Q. This is the thing that I don't think people understand. You don't have to believe it to, first off, be fascinated by it because it is fascinating, okay? And to whatever extent that makes people dig and search out real issues, real information, real background on the people who purport to represent us, that's a positive. It doesn't matter, like Q's truth or falsity doesn't matter at all in light of that. These methods of getting and transmitting information will remain. New networks of smart people have been built to share and disseminate that information. And then there are people on the receiving end of that way down the line who don't even know that the thing that they might be reading about, this real-world thing that they are now taking interest in, was from somewhere back on that chain, the result of some anon doing his or her research and putting that out there. So I'm not that person on the end who's finally receiving it and doesn't know where it came from. But that's a fine place to be, too, because getting the information and understanding the information is the most important part. It's not everybody's job to do that. So I'm not that person, but I'm also not someone who's known what Q is until fucking, I don't know, four months ago, five months ago. I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't really pay any attention to it. But you go back and you look and you search for the information and so much of it has come through those channels in one way or another. Even if it's just about the style of information gathering. I would think that if this was a communist psyop trying to pacify Trump supporters, they might have bothered taking the step of convincing them they were wrong. Like if the furthest you can go is just to say, there's no plan, Q is wrong. It's like, yeah, okay, but are all these people wrong about what happened to Michael Flynn? Are they wrong about FISA abuse? Are they wrong about Russiagate, the Russian collusion hoax? No, they're not wrong about any of that. If you had the motivation and took the initiative, you could just read the source documents that are available right now and know that none of that was wrong. It's not important whether or not Q itself is real. 
it's important that we know the truth of the issues that were brought up through and from that. Now, I don't know what kind of communist psyop has the result of creating 20% more voters for the person that the psyop is supposedly being, what, run against? The reason election fraud was so obvious is that so many people came out to vote for Donald Trump. That's why they shut the countdown on election night. And that's why they had to bring in all the fraudulent ballots and do all the other heinous shit they did. That's because real people came out and supported Donald Trump. And all of those real people, no matter how far down the line you got, they are aware of the stories that are the focus of the Q thing. The initiative to expose all those stories was started there and moved on from there. Now, I suppose we could be really dark about it and saying that that's exactly what the communists wanted. They wanted us to be extremely angry about all the injustice so that they could just cover it up. Now, that doesn't seem likely to me unless they're really planning on just immediately coming around and rounding everyone up. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen. And let's fucking hope it doesn't. But the underlying stories are still true. It doesn't matter what Q was. It's not your friend. It's not your God. It's not your dog. They're posts on a website. Could it be real? Uh-huh. Is this thing over? I don't know. It's hard to say, man. Ebbs and flows. Is today a bad day? Well, yeah, to the extent that we watch this kind of injustice and that the world has to witness this, yeah, that's a bad day. This isn't the last day. Now, there's an interesting theory going around over the last few weeks. Some people have been studying this for years. It is not something that I was deeply aware of, and it's not something I've put a lot of work into. But it is interesting, and I suppose it may still be possible. So I'm going to talk about it, and you take it for what it is. Take it for what it's worth. If you think it sounds bullshit, it, then don't believe it. If you think it makes me look crazy for saying it, think I'm crazy. Don't give a shit. Not going to worry about it. So here we go. The Act of 1871 basically established the United States as a corporation. And this entity that we now know as Washington, D.C., which is in some way like the Vatican. You know, the Vatican's in Italy, but it's technically its own place, right? And this was done to help the U.S. out financially in the wake of the Civil War. And so the country was loaned money 
by foreign bankers, creating a separate entity, the Corporation of the United States of America. And we have been living according to the needs of that corporation in the, what is it, 150 years since? And maybe less because I think it might not have been instituted until like 1878. But that that is a wholly extra constitutional entity that we have in our country. And that in the time since, what's been governing us is not, in fact, the constitution of the country as written by our founders, but the constitution of this corporation. And that's who we pay taxes to. And all of this is essentially a foreign controlled entity. Okay, so. The theory that people are going with, and if this happens, first of all, I'll hopefully be able to explain it better, but it would also be brilliant. And I want to at least prime people's minds to be looking at this. Maybe you guys can find where I'm making mistakes or where my knowledge is lacking. Please feel free to fill me in. I actually do want to be right about these things rather than just say them. But the idea is that that corporation has been allowed to expire and not be renewed under Donald Trump. And as the theory goes, the election that we just had was a fake election. That election was for the president of that corporation that exists only in Washington, D.C., And that what's happening right now in Washington, D.C. would actually be considered an occupation of the United States by a foreign entity that the United States then has the right to remove. And if you go along with that theory, then that would mean that Joe Biden would not be in any sense a legitimate president of the country, merely of that area, Washington, D.C., and that we would be on the path to reverting to the original Constitution as written. Does that sound like a fantasy? Hey, maybe, maybe. But if it's not, (laughs) I want to keep on believing. And people don't understand where I'm coming from on this, and they don't understand where we collectively are coming from on this. But this entire time, I have just, I've, I've said many times about the fail-safes, about how there's no way that I can imagine that this country will fall to communism, fall to the CCP, fall to the central banks, and fall to the likes of criminals like Joe Biden, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. I don't believe that. My faith is in Americans, in the American people, in the Constitution. And I guess just whatever's right and good. Have I been blind to the injustice in the world? I don't think so. Have I led other people to be blind into believing that supreme injustice does not exist? I hope not. I still want to see this rectified and hope that it can be. And whether that's through elections 
or through something like the process I just named, I'm open to all the possibilities. That is how much I don't want to see us ever go down this road that we seem to be on right now. Because this is a road to ruin. And remember, we are not the minority, okay? Our political position is not the minority. We do not have to act like this final nail in the coffin, as they like to see it, is somehow the end of the road for us in a country where we still compose and comprise the majority. There is no fucking way that Joe Biden legitimately got 81 million Americans to vote for him. That is impossible, okay? It is possible that the most powerful forces in the world aligned together could actually carry out this injustice against us. It is possible that we could fail in our mission. But it is not possible that Joe Biden legitimately got 81 million votes. That is not possible. And we know that because that vote tally was created on the back of unconstitutional rules, fake votes, dead voters, switched votes, people discarding and burning Trump votes. We know all this. So for now, for this time, let's say for the rest of this week, all right? Hold the line. See what happens. Maintain your faith. If you're religious, maintain your faith in God. If you're not, maintain your faith in the country, in the Constitution, in your fellow man. And hold the fucking line. We've made it this far. You don't need to give up because of what the TV said and because communists are yelling at you. Your commitment to this movement and to these ideas are not stupid. They are not wrong. They are not immoral. And they are not dangerous. They are simply free expression of your political ideas as guaranteed to us in the First Amendment of the Constitution. So let's hold on to that. Remember these basic truths. And we keep moving forward. Everyone who cares about this country enough to actually pay attention to what's going on in it is disappointed and ashamed of what we just saw take place. But that feeling is not going to carry us anywhere. I will not be ashamed of any of the things I believe until one of these commies allows me to quiz them And they can actually answer all the right questions and prove what they're saying. And I know they can't. And so until that time, I'm going to maintain the exact same position and the exact same attitude. And all the commies, Obamis, Maskies, Romneys, commie mommies 
and every other collectivist moron can go fuck themselves. And that's just how it's going to be. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns don't work. And Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a substack, I'm Your Moderator.substack.com, where you can donate, or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofi. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!